This episode of The Ride is sponsored by ADM. Gastric support just easy. Forage First GS by ADM helps provide gastric support for horses of all ages and performance levels. Performance horses today have high energy requirements and face many stressors, including exercise, hauling, and stall confinement. An estimated 90% of performance horses face stomach discomfort caused by gastric distress, which can negatively affect their performance, attitude, and overall health. The unique triple action blend of ingredients in ADM's Forage First GS supplement helps support a healthy gastric pH while protecting and strengthening the stomach lining. Helping keep your horse happy and performing at its best. Forage First GS, gastric support for the one you love most. Learn more and find your dealer at admequine.com. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Ride. This is Nicole. And this is Jillian. Today's episode, we talk with uh, Chelsea Etzel, who is absolutely hilarious. I loved talking with her. Um, again, this episode's going to be with Michaela in the interview part. This was pre-recorded before Jillian joined our team. So don't be surprised if you hear Michaela and not Jillian on this episode. But Chelsea is a hilarious non-pro rider. She chose cow horses. Uh, I feel like we've been kind of cow horse heavy lately on our podcast, but uh, the thing that we absolutely loved about Chelsea is that she creates these hilarious YouTube videos kind of based around being a non-pro and showing horses and they're just, she's just such a funny person and her personality is like just, I just love talking to her and I can't wait to meet her in person because she seems like a blast to be around, but we uh, originally kind of were interested in talking to her just because of how hilarious her YouTube channel is and um, her her videos really relate to anybody who shows horses or is just a non-professional because they're all things that we've probably all done in our lives. Yeah, definitely. I was listening to episode that was the first one that I um edited and I was like laughing out loud at some of the things that she was saying um she's so funny and then super relatable too like it was it was refreshing talking to someone that you know is just so down to earth and it felt like you were listening to like your friend talk oh my god absolutely and you know Chelsea's not she is, uh, you know, her husband is a professional horseman and he's done very well in the cow horse. Uh, her husband's Clayton Edsall. And uh, actually Clayton's going to be competing at the Run for a Millions cow, uh, cow Work Invitational, the Fence Work Invitational that's taking place. So he's definitely uh, considered one of the top riders in the country. And, and we kind of get on a joke there in the middle of it how Chelsea says the only time anybody ever wants to talk to her is if it's with her husband, just because he has quite the name in the background and the history of showing. And, and she was very excited for once to be the, the one that was wanting to be interviewed or getting interviewed. So before we jump into that interview, why don't we go over some current events that are going on in the horse industry? Yeah. So uh, in personal news, I just got back literally last night. Uh, I got into my house at 11 o'clock at night um, for the Brad Barkemeyer, Brad Barkemeyer win a day contest that um, actually was supposed to happen last year. I think we picked the winner in like beginning of March of 2020. And as we all know, the middle of March in 2020 is kind of when everything started shutting down and, and we weren't sure when things were going to open up and the winner Esther Peterson lives in Montana. And so by the time things started to open up a little bit and we were okay to start traveling again by our company, uh, it was starting to get really cold and snowy in Montana. And unfortunately they only have an outdoor arena. So we wanted to make sure that, you know, the event took place, and we weren't cold, you know, the days weren't short, you know, everybody got to have fun and, you know, enjoy the weather and the day and, and the atmosphere. And uh, so we waited until this year, 2021, to do the event. Um, we ended up picking July. That just seemed to be the date that everybody was in the same place. Uh, Brad wasn't at a horse show, you know, because he has a really busy schedule. And then, you know, 
our schedule is fairly busy just because we're always doing video shoots and, and stuff for the magazine and covering events. And so, you know, we finally landed on July. And so it happened yesterday. It was so much fun. I love, love, love the people who won. It was Esther and she got to invite nine of her friends to participate in this clinic with Brad. Um, and it was just, you know, it was really great to, to see so many people come together and have fun. This was kind of the first event that I've really been to since uh, pre-COVID. Um, so I wasn't really sure, you know, what to expect. And uh, it was great. I mean, these people, we had such a variety of, you know, we had some people who just did ranching, you know, classes, ranch versatility stuff. We had cow horse riders. We had cutting horse trainers. Um, we had some people who are team ropers or former team ropers who are now transferring over into some of the other cattle events. And so it was really, it was really exciting just because there were so many different horses and so many people who were in different parts of their riding career, whether it's a new sport, a green horse, or somebody who just has a finished horse that needs a little, you know, schooling because they're getting a little too smart on working the flag or, you know, anticipating something. So, so much fun. I covered it on social media. We'll do a feature about it in the winter issue of the magazine. I love these winter days. Yeah, that's so fun. And it's such a great idea. I mean, like who wouldn't want to win something like that where you get to have a private clinic with one of the best horse trainers in your discipline? That's like, such an amazing opportunity. Um, I'm still obviously pretty new here, but um, what all goes into like how that works and how the win a day works and everything like that? Oh yeah. So um, we, uh, you know, create this contest and you, you know, the people who enter it, they have to write a little essay to explain why they, you know, deserve to have a, this free clinic and you know, then if you're selected in the top 10, we get to have you send a video in so that we can kind of see, you know, what your riding style is, what your horse, you know, what you do with your horse, uh, you know, all of that kind of fun stuff. And then um, we send the top five videos or top 10 videos to the person who is holding the clinic. So, uh, you know, in this case, Brad, and then we all kind of decide, you know, who we think we, you know, think that deserve to win a, a day. And we've done quite a few of these with Brad. So it's definitely not a first time experience for either one of us. Brad and I are kind of seasoned professionals at doing this by now. Um, but we've, we've had, um, Brad has helped a woman who, you know, they don't necessarily show, but it was just a group of her friends that really love riding and doing things together, whether that's you know, putting, you know, working cattle or trail riding or, you know, going to a weekend horse show and, you know, sharing a tax stall. And so that was the first one. And that was actually the first one a day we had ever done. We've done a couple with other professionals as well, but, um, you know, then, uh, the next one that we did with Brad was actually a team roper uh, and he lived in Colorado and Brad, while he is very much well known for his, uh, cow horse profession and background. Um, he also team ropes and he does very well. And so we decided to change it up a little bit and have a team roping win a day so that, you know, he could help them. And, and even though they're team ropers, I think we spent a majority of the day just working on basic horsemanship skills that, you know, they really didn't know, or, or, you know, if they had questions on how to get their horse to do something. So it wasn't necessarily just about roping all day. And, um, you know, one of the guys was joking and he's like, this is probably the worst our group has ever roped before. And Brad was like, yeah, but, but the point isn't that you're just roping and, you know, going through the motions, you're schooling your horse, you're fixing stuff that might be, you know, causing problems for you when you are in the arena, you know, competing. And, and so it was just super beneficial. Everybody loved it. Uh, and then this one, like I said, is just a variety of cow horse people, cutters, you know, cow related events. And so, yeah, it just, it varies depending on the person who is our clinician, the person putting on the clinic, but we, uh, we really love getting to, 
to put those on. And, and um, Esther, who won this time, was so kind and welcomed us into her home the night before to have a little cookout and meet everybody. And so it was just, I, I think it was a great experience for everybody, whether you were participating in it or running it like me. Yeah, that sounds like so much fun. And it was probably almost extra special because it's it's one of the first, you know, real get togethers where you can actually go in someone's house and have a cookout um, for the past over a year. So um, I bet that was a blast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, from going from there, let's jump into this interview. I think everybody's really going to love it. Uh, so today we are joined by Chelsea Edsall, who is a NRCHA non-pro rider, but we loved her because she does these hilarious YouTube videos of the life of a non-pro and showing in the cow horse. And um, as somebody who just recently got into the cow horse events, I thoroughly enjoyed seeing what goes on at these horse shows, and it made me very excited to attend them. Um, so... Thank you for coming on the show, Chelsea. I know that you said that normally you are invited to stuff with your husband, Clayton, who is a professional in the NRCHA, but we wanted to talk to you because you seem like pretty fun people. Well, thank you. And thank you so much for having me. Um, so I guess the best place to get started would be to go back to the beginning and kind of talk about how you got involved in the horses to begin with, because I'm sure... Uh, it's been a long journey up until this point. Yes. Um, I feel like my background probably isn't uncommon to most. I've grown up around horses. My um, my mom rode with Larry Langer and Linda Allen as a junior rider and then went out to start her own business. And she had a really small hunter jumper training operation for about 40 plus years so I grew up riding and in the barn and riding before I could walk with her. A much different discipline than I'm in now, but that's where it all started. That's that's okay. I mean, that's exactly Michaela and I too. We all like kind of started in one area and just ventured out into different areas as we grew. That's fun, right? Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I really like it. I like having the background of hunter jumpers and then starting something new. I feel like there's no shame in my like when I'm in the arena showing I'm like oh oh I've crashed and burned into some jumps I've fallen off in like a short stirrup class I'm gonna go down the fence with the cow on accident you know just makes you more well-rounded when you get out there to show <laughs> I think when you like hit a certain age you finally realize that like we all have embarrassing moments and it's okay it happens I yeah. I get it though, because I came from the all around and now that I'm in the cow horse, I feel like a total newbie, which I am. I've only shown one time. Um, and it's yeah. great because when I go out of the arena and I don't know what I'm doing, I can just pull the, I'm a newbie. I don't know never, what I'm doing card. Never, yeah. First time. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's all new to me. And also you can also do that after like 45 times. You're like, oh, 45th time, you know, ran the pattern that I did four years ago. And people are like, yeah, done that. Been there. It's okay. I understand. It's Plus, great. I feel like everyone's really nice in the cow horse, too, industry, right? Where it's like, oh, how'd it go? Not good. Yeah, it's all right. Been there, done that. Like, everyone's pretty supportive, which is nice. Yeah, they were super supportive when I was asking the dumbest questions. Even, like, oh. at the entry booth, I was like, wait, so do I not need this? And they're like, no. They're like, you're not in an AQHA show right now. And I'm like, oh, got it, got it. This is all new to me. Yeah. Uh, my first time seeing a cow horse schedule for the first time or like the calendar of events for like one of the shows, I was like, man, there, there's a lot of high school classes, huh? And uh, someone was like, I don't even remember who I was talking to. They're like high school. There's, there's no high school classes. And I'm like, yeah, look at the schedule, all these HS. And they're like, that's horse show. And I was like, oh yeah, um, obviously. I just, yep. Sure is. The schedule I, still doesn't make sense to me. So you're, I mean, you're doing better than I am. Tough to read, right? Yeah. And yes. And, and like, I'm like, I don't know what classes you have the raining and the cow work together. And yeah. the ones that there's only raining and one that there's only cow work. And I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. Can someone just tell me when I have to be in the arena? Totally. Yes. And also concurrent. If it's running concurrent, I'm a, how many cow fees do I have to pay for this? We actually, the NRCHA, we just did a video. I did a video with the NRCHA about 
uh, entering and how it like for the first 10 times it's confusing and it still kind of is where you're like so uh, I'm gonna ask this question again they're like yes Chelsea what's your question but it's okay they're really good about answering everything yeah well that that too the, the cattle fees are definitely a shock when you come from an event where there that's not a thing but I was very excited that you sometimes kind of win your money back because in the AQHA I was just I was just showing all over the country for points oh yeah for points and exactly. you know now I look back and I'm like oh like there were other events that you can actually kind of make your entry fee back like yeah wild the same here I'm like am I making money I'm not going to even compare it to my entries to and my stall fees and everything who cares i got a check at the end this is great it's great yeah Usually all five dollars like yeah exactly Woohoo! i have earnings look at me i'm really getting somewhere now i mean so you kind of touched base on like you just did a video with the nrcha how did you get involved doing all the video stuff because that's you know how we found you and why we love you so much because i know nicole relates to them and i just die laughing at all of these videos <laughs> It, I don't even really know how it started. I, MJ Isaacson, she was behind the Down the Fence movie, and she contacted me about doing a little video at the NRCHA Derby a couple years ago. And she was like, just go interview people. I just need to put something together. It'll be like kind of a promo video and, and fun. She kind of was like, I trust you. Go ahead. Here's, here's Nathan from Snowy Road Media. He's going to video you. And I'm like, okay and so we went around we had so much fun it ended up coming together pretty well and then um nathan came back out to interview or not interview to um to shoot some stallion videos at our place and he's like remember that video from the derby a couple years ago why don't you do another one you should write something do like a little a video i'm like i don't know what what what's cool about me nothing like <laughs> i got nothing i was like well i am kind of weird before i go in the show pen I wonder, I wonder. So I called a few of my friends that also show, and I was like, is this relatable? Do you guys do this? And they're like, oh, yeah, all the time. So I was like, all right, let's make this little video. So we did and that non-pros on show day, and then we've since just started making more. Because it's relatable. Like, everybody, no matter what discipline you're in, you get nervous, right? Like, and it's so fun to show. There's highs and lows and peaks and valleys of this, like, whole horse any discipline, the whole industry. And so I, I couldn't believe the response I got from people being like, yeah, I do that. I do that. And now people that are like, so do I need to tell my horse the pattern? I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> you don't, yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you do. I do. <laughs> it's the best method, really. I'm a barrel racer. I have to tell my horses the pattern every time. Right? And it's the same yeah. thing, you know, Thank you. one right, two lefts. We got to do this each time, every time, you know, whisper in their ear, make sure they know. And then so sometimes I you put up your fingers. You can be like, this is left. Sometimes I'll turn his head. I'm like, this way, this is right. You should see the looks I, I get. People are like, so that wasn't that wasn't pretend, that video. I'm like, oh, yeah, mm -mm. I wish it were. But no, that's real. That's so. what makes it so much better, though. And that's why it is so entertaining is because it's genuine and it's not oh. just staged. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, it's genuine. Those are all things <laughs> So did you have a background in doing like video or marketing or like interviewing or did they just like sucker you into doing these interviews and it just kind of snowballed? Yeah, kind of just suckered me into it, snowballed. But I have a, I went to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo and got a degree in ag business and marketing. And then I worked in produce out of college for years in business development and marketing. And I never have really been nervous in front of a group or talking on camera I guess but we just figured that out so <laughs> um yeah I it, it just kind of snowballed from there I have no background in it and I actually reached out to a friend of mine Katie Kaufman when I kind of started to do these I'm like I need some help here I look like a real weirdo she's like maybe just try smiling more I don't know <laughs> there's I no smiling on show day Katie yeah I'm like you can't smile before you go in the arena. You're just trying to hold down your throw up. What? I I feel like if you smile as you're going into the arena, you look like even more of like a psycho. Oh, because okay. Who is who is smiling as they're getting ready to do a, like a cow work? Like, okay, funny you should bring that up. So my first time showing was at the stakes years ago, and I was so nervous, like just so nervous, and. 
the second I walked in the arena, all those nerves were like, bye. And I got the giggles so bad. I mean, <laughs> I'm loping around like, <laughs> there's people in the stands. Dan DuPont came up to me afterwards and was like, you were laughing the whole time. I'm like, I know. I was, I was so nervous that the second I stepped in there, it was like, <laughs> it's almost over. Oh my gosh, it's almost over. I have not done it since, but just that one time, looking like a psycho. At least this gives those, uh, you know, the other people that are just getting started, it kind of gives them the confidence. Like, you know, you can be a weirdo. You can have oh. some weird little quirks and yes. still have fun and do, you know, good in the show pen. Yeah, do good, <laughs> learn, have fun. It's it's still fun, and everyone's out there cheering for everybody, which is so nice. So, yeah. And you can bomb like crazy. I've definitely had that happen. You ride out, and all your friends are there with their eyes, like, super big. Like, are you going to cry? And you're like, no. Oh, man, it happens. I'm saving my tears when I get back to the tech room. But I'm going to smile in front of all of you right now. You know, you're like, oh, no. Okay. It's fine. And then you get back to the tech room, and you're like, oh, I'm never doing this again. Until next weekend. <laughs> Until next weekend, because I'm still going for that to qualify. But it's fine. It's fine. I mean, right? Please tell me you guys have done that. A hundred percent. Okay. That makes me feel better, because I've definitely done that. Yes. No, I, I, I looked like a complete idiot at my first cow horse show, especially. And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And thankfully, yeah. I have some really nice friends who took me, and they held my hand through it all. And they were like, you need to be here at this time. And I'm like... Okay. Yep. Which arena now? Uh, yeah. Mm. Thankfully, I have a really, really great veteran seasoned horse who's like, you just sit there and look pretty and let me just do what I've got to do. Like, just don't fall off. Fall off. Sit up there and look pretty. I will handle this. But make me go past my markers because I'm probably not. Uh, yeah, we definitely ran into that issue. Yeah, I know how that goes. Uh-huh. So anyway, I guess let's go back. Um, you said that you grew up doing the hunter jumper how did you get into the cow horse like how how did that kind of evolve oh man um so i took a job how how far back should i go here <laughs> so i worked in produce for a long time and um when i got out of college and i had no horses in my life at that point and you know I'm sure you guys know when you've been riding your whole life and then you take a break to do like focus on something else, you still feel like a little void or like there's, I need to go get back into it somehow. So I got, I got burned out working in an office six days a week and just no horses. So I took a job as a trail guide, guiding trail rides and um, ended up working my way up to where I am today at the same position at the same company and uh, I met a lady that had a retired, or not a retired rainer, but a rainer, a rainer mare. And she had a baby shower. And she's like, I know you work at that beautiful preserve. Why don't you buy my horse? And I was like, oh, I don't. I've never ridden rainers or anything. So she sold me this mare that I still have. And I love her so much. And luckily at my, my job, we would do clinics and put on... Um, some fun activities up there and we had will penny baker came up and did a cow horse clinic for us and then clayton had come up and did a cow horse clinic and so i kind of started to get into it through that and then i then that's also how i met clayton too were you hooked from the beginning or was it like uh i don't know about this this is western like this is not yeah. what i know why can't i wrap my legs around this horse i should be gripping with the insides of my calves and look how pretty I'm sitting up. And he's like, no, you sit deep on your pockets. And I was like, oh, this goes against every, no, my shoulders are back. My hands are quiet. And he's like, life in your hands, you know, life in your feet a little bit. And I'm like, oh, listen, sir, that is, that is not what I've been taught. But I mean, to an extent, I should say, but it was also foreign and new. And then also, I'm sure you can relate, but when you you want to try all different aspects, right? Like if you're writing, you're like, oh, I want to try that. I'd try that. I want to do, I want to barrel race at least a couple of times. I want to feel what that's like. And so I was like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll try it. I'm probably not going to be any good, which no, the first times I wrote and showed was not good, but that's all right. It's part of it. 
I relate so hard with the look here. Look how good I'm sitting part. So my first time I ever rode a cow horse, it was for a video shoot for Horse and Rider. And it, Brad Barkemeyer was helping me. And the first that. horse I ever rode was Shining Little Nick. So that was my introduction to the cow horse. Whoa. Okay. Going, yeah, you're going big to start with. Yes. Sure. So anyway, I'm just riding around and Brad is just like, you have to sit down more, scrunch your body up. And I'm like, sir, I did horsemanship for 15 years. This is against every muscle that my body understands right now it's so true you have to like totally retrain your body almost right yes. and yeah. even so that like even today I still like he was helping me go down the fence uh in uh March and he was like you need to sit back more else you're gonna pop out of that saddle yeah. and sure enough I did yeah we've all been there <laughs> oh my gosh it's that is so relatable. Sit down, scrunch your back. Uh, no, mm -mm. I am. Am I doing it? Is it scrunched? No, 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 no. I, yeah, yeah. No, I, I learned the hard way when I got popped out of that saddle when oh, I was yeah. going down the fence. I was like, oh, oh, so my oh, sitting so back is very different from your sitting back. Got yes, it, got it, yes. got it, got it, got it. Uh -huh. Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, when I first met Clayton too, I'm like, you need to put your shoulders back, man. You ride like just real. Like kind of hunched over, like you should work on your echotation a little bit. And he's like, my huh? The what? And I'm like, also, your diagonals, do you not? You don't know those? or So now we, wor we worked on diagonals. He knows those now. So. That's so like that's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it, not funny at first, because he's like, who are you trying to tell me what to do? And I'm like, well, nobody, but. Yeah. He's like, I'm the, pro I'm the professional. So I'm who the, are you? I, yeah. Yeah. But now we he knows his diagonals. Dang it. I feel like that's an important lesson to have uh, learned, especially from your non-pro wife. Thank you. Yes. I mean, <laughs> tons of knowledge over here. He loves, he loves when I critique him and give him advice. He just, it really helps our marriage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Laughing too hard to ask uh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, did you guys just hang up on me? Are you like, this is ridiculous. We're done. We were on oh. mute. Now we're just yeah. laughing. <laughs> well, speaking of your husband, I know before we were talking, you got kind of excited because this is a just Chelsea podcast. We didn't invite your husband on here. So can we go ahead and talk? I guess we should mention, you know, who your husband is and, you know, what he does a little bit. Just give him a little brief part of this podcast just because <laughs> but we didn't find you because of him we found you because you're really cool so <laughs> that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me because lately I'm just Weston and Riley's mom or I'm Clayton Edsel's wife or I'm that girl that manages the barn at that one place so <laughs> the, or now most lately uh you're that weird girl from the videos right I'm like yeah that sounds strange but yeah that's me hi the weird girl from the videos but yes, Clayton, he's never heard of her. She seems nice. No, he's great. He's awesome. I, he's a good guy. <laughs> I don't know. What am I saying? I love the Mariah Carey reference. Thank you. He never heard of Thank you. Thank you. He, well, he's a good guy. Excellent trainer. Good guy. You know, no, rock star in the show pin. Yeah. Yep. Good dad. Good dad. We're going to, we'll keep him around. Yeah. And he and I come from such different backgrounds. He grew up on a ranch in Montana, you know, and I grew up in a small hunter jumper training barn. And so our backgrounds with horses are, couldn't be more different, but there are a lot of similarities. It's fun to like be at the dinner table with he and my mom and they're talking about, you know, like he'll, they'll bounce ideas off of each other. And she's like, you know, what always worked for me. And if she has a problem with like, one of her horses but now she's just kind of got retired trail horses or rain uh some rainers it's fun horses are always seem to be the topic of conversation yeah it's, it's kind of hard to escape the the horse conversation when everybody's kind of involved in in that industry so you got a taste for the cow horse uh and that's how you also met your husband who we don't know her but um how did you get into the showing aspect of it? Was it like an immediate, like, I want to get into the horse showing? Or was it like, uh, this is a lot of fun. I want to look into getting a cow horse. Um, I immediately wanted to show. Coming from my background with my mom's uh, 
we her barn was small, but it was a competition barn. And being the trainer's daughter, when somebody would get a horse or a new horse in the barn, she'd um, kind of use me as a guinea pig growing up. So she, we'd go to a schooling show, and she'd say, Chelsea, go get on that horse. Go show it. Go, you know, take it around that course, and let's see how he's going to be for her or for the for its actual owner, which was great. And it gave me so much – I shouldn't say confidence, just more like – what's the word I'm looking for? Just like – I feel like so much knowledge because being able to go and like touch ride a horse and show it like that's a, yeah. that's a pretty hard skill set. To have. Yeah. And it just made me not really take myself so serious. I mean, I was serious when I showed it, um, but I never was mad at myself for looking ridiculous or missing a spot or so I guess um, to go back to your question, sorry, went off there. Um, yeah, when I started riding and getting into the cow horse and stuff, I told Clayton, I'm like, well, I want to go show. And he's like, okay, well, you have to have a horse. You're a non-pro, which I don't know if he was lying to me or on purpose or what, because I was like, well, you should just let me show one of your good horses since you're not showing him right now. And he's like, oh, no, you have to own the horse in order to show it. And I was like, oh, well, I can't lease it or something. He's like, no, you got to own it. And then I went and read the rule book, which I don't know if he knew I could read but I can. And then I read that in the 5k and the 1k non-pro limited at the cow horse, you don't have to own your own horse. And so I was like, well, look at this little loophole. And he's like, Oh, you read that? Huh? And I was like, yeah, so I'm going to show your good horse. And that was my first time out. I showed uh, his bridal horse and he is a seasoned bridal horse, but he is also uh, real smart to the show pen. And uh, I was the first person to ever show him besides Clayton. So, but I'm not, I'm not a timid writer, I guess, not to tip my own horn at all. But, you know, when you've done all different stuff, I got out there and was like, well, we'll see how this is going to go. Here we go. And yeah, he took care of me and we had a good show. Uh, and that was it. So then I was like, well, now I'm going to do this all the time. But every time I get to a show, by the way, I'm like, I changed my mind. You know what? I don't want to do it. The kids are here. I got too much going on. I can't do it. And he's like, that's funny. Because every time we leave your horse home, you're like, oh, I should have brought my horse. I wanted to show. It's like, make up your mind, woman. You're like, I'm just too busy filming. I have just like, you know, I have this videographer following me around. And just, you know, I have fans. I've got to appease oh, the audience. Over. Yeah. yeah, I also go check out the merchandise and just check out the vendors and see how everything is at this show. Yeah, no, if you, if, for our listeners, if you uh, watch Chelsea's videos, which if you haven't, you should. She goes to South Point for a horse show and ends up working really hard during the horse show. <laughs> I'm not the only one that did that. Come on. You know you've all gotten a massage at the South Point. That's like the only time I ever have time. I'm like, oh, another show at the South Point? Well! I'll go. I should go. And then Clayton's calling four times like, where are you? I need horses saddled. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be right there. I'm on my way. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, really, you're at the spa. You're at the movie theater, at the bowling alley, getting a, a milkshake. I mean, yeah. all the things. All the things. South Point is pretty great in the in it the is. sense that it is really convenient that everything is right oh. there. And all you have to do is take an elevator down to the yeah. stalls. It's so nice. And especially being a mom too, with like two small kids, usually you have to like run them, you know, like back to a hotel or like bring an extra vehicle. Cause they're not going to get up at three in the morning when you're schooling horses, Clayton. So I'll come back later, but no, the South Point is so convenient. And we also got an RV for horse shows. So I, also and I handy. love, also handy. I, I love that thing. I never thought I could love a mobile home as much as I do, but I love, I love that RV with children. No other way. Oh, I can only imagine. Oh. Um, yeah, especially young, two young children. Oh my gosh, um, they're young. And of course, they want. He wants to be a horse trainer when he grows up. That little one. <sighs> There's so. no hope for me. <laughs> um, and that one K and that five K, that's the way to do it. That's how I snuck in there too. Oh. I was just like, oh. This horse doesn't have anybody to show it. I'm here. Hello. Sign me it. up. Yeah. yeah. And everyone in the 1K and the 5K are all starting out. So and it's nice. So to, nice. It's so nice. It's 
so less stress of like, oh, great. So I'm going against all these people that have shown their whole lives and have won all this money. And here I go for the first time. It's other people that are kind of in the same situation as you. A lot of, I've noticed a lot of uh, other non-pros that have come from other disciplines too. So it's nice. I like it. Yeah, that it, it was really nice because like, I don't feel like when I go in the horse show pen, like going into a show pen is nothing new for me and I don't get nervous. And it's just like, you know, doing a pattern, that's something I've done my whole life. But like the added cow work part, like that's very intimidating. That first horse show, I was like, wait, how do I ask for the cow? Like, yeah. oh, do I, do I that's a legit him? question. And even still, I'm like, when I watch somebody's show, I'm like, that was a really cool way of calling for Oh, I do I it super smooth. Like yeah, it's like a head nod. And I'm like, if I did that, I would have flicked my hat off, like hit myself in the face with my Ramel, like, Ugh! you know, it's just, I don't look that cool. I'm like, yeah, cow. You know, like, what? Or, th or they'll have like that cool little like hand nod hand while they're like in. trotting in. Yeah. And, and they like turn their head like, what's up? Give me my cow, dude. And I'm like, what? I don't look like that at all. I think I nodded like seven times in case oh. the guy at the gate didn't notice the yeah. first six. A hundred percent. You're like, did you see this? Look, my head's nodding. Here I go. Okay. You you got that? All right. All right. No. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> and then you just grab that little form. I don't know if you do. I do. I'm like, <laughs> that's the fun part. I love, I love the boxing. I don't go down the fence, but I love the boxing. I'm so, I'm so happy that they brought in the boxing because I think like, I, I, so my friends are the Twins and, um, yeah. they were telling me how, when they got started, they're like, all you had was the fence work, yeah. you know, that wasn't yeah. like, uh, the boxing wasn't a thing. And, you know, I've gone down the fence in practice, but I sure as heck would not be ready to go down the fence in a show no. scenario. So no. it's so nice knowing that you can kind of like take off the pressure a little bit and just work that short end of the arena. Yeah. And now that new class that they kind of have where it's like the box drive box drive so you can like get the intro to fence work it's nice I it just it's really non-pro friendly that whole industry I'm glad to to uh be a part of it it's good but yeah I don't know maybe I'll go down the fence one day but definitely not not now well I mean you are very busy with your filming schedule so I can understand that you know you can only do so much out of our show oh, yes all this filming especially if Todd Bergen is watching oh yeah that's that'll get you yeah, sometimes I'll call Missy before I go in, and I'm like, hey, Missy, can you make sure Todd's not out here? Where's Todd? What, he's, what, what you doing? She's like, he's at the vet with the horse. I'm like, keep him there. I'm going in the arena in four. She's like, you have issues. Thanks, Missy. I know. What's wrong with me? Uh, so you talked about showing Clayton's horse a little bit when you first got started. Is there a horse that you can really, I don't want to say, like, pinpoint your career to, but, like, is there one that kind of changed your your you know career your life your you know your outlook on horse showing is there like you know that heart horse that really you know you gravitate towards uh, yeah there I yeah well that horse for sure in the cow horse for me he's been skeet soak peppy Clayton's good bridal horse I love him so much he's quirky he's weird he is so fun on a cow and he tests me in the raining every single time but He's, uh, he's ran off with me in the rainy. He's been great for me. We have had highs and lows and, um, but I love riding him. He's so fun to ride. He's so fun to show. He's not easy by any means, but he's kept me on my toes and taught me so much. And I'm so thankful to have him. I love him so much. He's been such a great gelding, just a plain old sorrel gelding. And, uh, so, uh, we just recently won the the world at the uh celebration of champions and the non-pro limited which was really exciting um he was so good and and it was so 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 much fun and after we won they took some pictures and there's definitely a few of me if anybody would like to see them i'm burning them but um it's the definition of an ugly cry so if you would like to see what an ugly cry looks like i have them from when i they announced my winning of that <laughs> I, I think, though, if I won the world show at the Celebration of Champions, I would also be ugly crying. That is a very cool event to ugly cry for. Yes, it is. And they, like, announce your name. They're like, victory lap. I'm like, a what? I've never done a, vic a victory lap? 
They're like, yeah, do you want to take your jacket off? I'm like, heck no, it's so cold here in Texas. I'm wearing this jacket. Like, it's ridiculous. But it was so much fun. And he's been such a great horse for me. I think maybe in about 10 years, he'll actually make a kid's horse, hopefully, from my children. But probably not. He's pretty strong, but he's so fun. He's been great. Uh, but I, I had a horse growing up. She was, oh my gosh, this, my mom's going to kill me if I tell this story. But we need to hear it now. There's uh, no going back. You can't start and then not proceed. <laughs> yeah, but then everyone's going to be like, this girl is not real in this hunter-jumper world. Like, what? In, you, no one's going to take me serious. Not that anybody ever does. But, okay. So my mom's student called her and a long time ago when she was at Fresno State. And she's like, hey, there's a horse here that is, like, part of the Fresno State or was donated or something she's four years old she's a quarter horse a dark face she's so cute and typey she looks like a little quarter pony like so cute I think she could do the hunters and my mom was looking for a step-up horse for me so she went and got her for like next to nothing from Fresno State trained her up pretty fast for me and she was amazing I could I you could put a, a beginner on her you could ask her to step up and be you know, elegant in a hunter class, and she was, and you could ride her bareback and swim on her. She was the horse that every little girl probably wished they had, and I was lucky enough to have her, and um, her name was Quaker when I got her, and I was in fourth grade, so I quickly renamed her to Dandy, and uh, she, she just passed away about three years ago. I had her for a really long time. She was a great, great horse, but she taught me a lot of confidence. I, I got real confident on her. And, and when I did get to step up from her, I was sad, you know, but then I got to watch her go on and teach a lot of little kids and take care of them in the show pen. And so that was, that was really worth it all for me. But, you know, all these girls would go into show and they're like fancy, beautiful, warm bloods. And here I come on my like little quarter horse from Fresno <laughs> State. Here she is. But sh dang it, if we didn't compete, we did. I mean, yeah, so I don't know. I think, though, that those are the horses that mean the most to you. It's not, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. The ones that you win a lot of stuff on are, are just as important. But, like, it's the ones that truly teach you how to ride. And, like, you know, yeah. you have all these, like, fond memories of, of getting to that point. Yes. Yeah. And, and making riding horses just fun and relaxing you know it wasn't real stressful with her it wasn't oh what's she gonna be like she was consistent she was slow I had to wear you know big old English spurs on her but dang it she she'd take off from anywhere any spot I put her on she was an automatic lead changer and and yeah it just it gave me a lot of confidence and then I was able to step up and ride some bigger warm bloods that had more scope and were a lot of fun um but she 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 taught me some good foundation I, i'd say that i use to this day you know but i will say this before i got into cow horse i didn't know anything about cow horse like i had no i i shouldn't say idea i just didn't know the history i didn't know much about showing so my first show that i went to just to watch um i was shocked by all that I mean and impressed obviously but I'm like what are they writing down over there in the corner and they're like oh the cattle I'm like they're they're I'm sorry huh they're making notes about the cows and they're yeah, like, I, I do yeah, not what? understand that I did not get it I'm like so they're picking what cows they're taking out of that herd oh yeah I've obviously I've learned a lot not nearly enough but I've learned a lot but I had no idea all the work and effort that it took you know I mean with any discipline, I guess, but I'd never been to a cow horse show. And then I'm like, are they cheering? Is that a woo for a lead change? What? Oh, that's cool. Nobody woos and cheers for me when I change leads out there in my classes, but this is neat. I like it. I'm going to figure this out. Yeah, it's pretty funny how different it is. I was watching one of my friends show yesterday at a dressage show that was nearby, and I'm like sitting there, I'm like, oh, that was such a good like side pass or whatever it was. I don't actually You're know like, any dressage terms. Woo. And I, they had to like remind me, they're like, you can't say anything. Like you weren't even allowed to clap at the end. And I'm just like, really? yeah, well, because they had like three rings going on at once oh, and they okay. didn't want to like mess up yet. So like totally understandable. And yeah. you know, that's not something they do in the English world. And to me, it was just so like foreign. Cause I'm just like, I just want to cheer for you when you do your simple lead yeah. change and your, your medium canter. And I, I just like, 
you killed it out there woo yeah it's hard to not do that <laughs> but you're so right with like the cow horse the the little notepads and they're like studying the cattle and in my world I just walk in there and whichever one pops out just that's that's my winner this one's good right it's a rerun whatever that means okay don't yes. know what that means and Not like sure what that is. Mm. when you have like 10 black cattle in that area and they go for the one with the cut on the left hind yeah. and I'm just like do you think I can Not do this. that no I have no idea what you're talking I'll just take the little one right there at the top thanks yeah oh that one didn't have that thing on the side I swear it did you should look again yeah I took my kid kid I took my son golfing yesterday just to hit balls he likes to hit balls literally he's putting and he hits a good little shot and I'm all woo and then I like jumped back like oh my gosh the other moms looked at me and they're like oh you're that's sweet look at you're so like cheerful and enthusiastic I'm like oh my gosh, that was so embarrassing. I just horse show cheered for my kid as he putted. What? I mean, it could have been worse. You could have been whistling. I could have. I Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, yeah. I mean, at least you made a noise with your mouth and you didn't just like randomly start whistling at somebody. That's true. That's true. Don't put that in my head, please. It's probably going to be next. You're just going to be that parent at all of the school events. Like your kid's uh -oh. going to take all of the different like tennis. Like he's going to take up yeah. tennis and you can't cheer or do anything at tennis. And you're going to be like, yeah, and get kicked out of the stands. Yeah. For totally. They're going to be like, cheer. hey, you get out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be like, yeah, get up there. Woohoo, ma'am. Mm -mm. <laughs> We've asked you multiple times. Normally we're kicking out the parents who are arguing with the refs, but we have to kick yeah. you out because you were Excessive just too excited. Cheering. Excessive cheering. You must leave. Yeah. They're like, are are you coaching this child? You're like, no, yes. just just cheering. That's right. what we did do. You, did you see that hit? It was awesome. Thanks. Plus one. Okay. Plus one. Yeah, your kids should probably only be allowed to show. I know he said he wants to be a horse trainer, right? So that just makes sense. Let's steer him down that path for your sake, not necessarily for theirs, but for yours. <laughs> well, and for theirs as well. Be because yesterday my kid went to t-ball practice as well. His sister was batting. She gets a little hit off the tee, and dang it if he's not in the outfield going, you, yeah, Riley, woo. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Clayton and I started laughing so hard. He's like, did you did you hear that? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he can't help it. It's a product of his environment, Clayton. How supportive of that them. family. We are that family. People are going to be like, did you get that cheering family on your t-ball team again this year? That's they're excessive it's weird they make weird noises for their kids sometimes they clap and whistle on the woos god people who like watch the horse stuff and have no idea and they see us screaming like that are probably they're probably just like what is this what is this i know they're just they're they're taking a cow back and forth on a short end of the arena why are we screaming right now why are we doing this that's that's strange yeah but i also feel like all these people that don't have horses or like my friends that don't aren't have do not have a horse background they have like no idea what I'm like it's hard to even have conversations sometimes my girlfriend the other day is like yeah you know you just need some alone time I just sat on my couch and closed my eyes I was like oh I know what you mean I like to clean stalls sometimes just by myself it's pretty therapeutic right and she's like what because that no you don't do that She's like, no. But I feel like if you ride horses, you know. Sometimes being by yourself, cleaning a stall is therapeutic. It's where I do my best thinking. Yeah, sometimes oh. I pop a podcast in and just yeah, same. listen and clean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. Some music, a podcast. Like, no, I, I absolutely love doing that. Now, do I want to clean 30 stalls a day? No, but like no. at a horse show, I am more than happy when we bring five horses to be picking all the stalls because I'm like, it just keeps me relaxed before I show. It gives my mind something to do or yes. else I'm just going to sit there and just think about all the things that can go wrong. Yeah. Thank you. And also if you haven't used the end of a pitchfork or a broom as a microphone at one point in your life, you're, you haven't ridden horses. Sorry. You're missing like, out. You're missing out. You, you know, you've done it. You know, you've grabbed that thing and like done some like Tina Turner or some like Whitney Houston as you're, I don't know. I do. I'm like, ah! and then I was like, I hope there's no cameras in this barn right now. I 
mean, it sounds like you're just coming up with more content for future videos. Don't think I'm not taking notes right now. I'm like, well, this is going in the next one. Just she kidding. has That's her pen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'll write that down. So speaking of videos, what has, so you kind of talked about how you got started in it. Is it becoming like a, a regular thing? Is it something that you want to continue building? Is that YouTube platform and that social media platform? Yes, I've, I've, I love it. It's been so fun. I, I feel guilty for saying I like it. I like doing it. I don't know why, but I, I really do. I've had a lot of fun making the videos and I, I've met so many great people and got to know people um, on different levels, which has been so great, but I love it. It's fun for me. It's a break from the norm and the normal stresses of, you know, horse shows, motherhood jobs. It's just been, it's been a little outlet for me and I like it. So we are going to continue. We've shot um, some content for some more videos and then we've started writing some more. Um, well, I've started writing a couple more I, like episodes and then some of my friends had uh have been contacting me now that's been fun too getting contacted by people that are like you know what you should do a video or on or you know what i do what about this and i'm like oh genius so i think our next one's gonna be horse show moms and some of the the other moms are gonna help me um shoot that video so that should be a fun one we will look forward to it because we are always entertained by them i think we even shared one of them on horse and riders facebook and it was it went insane. Like everybody was laughing about how funny it was because it was like what non pros do when they're oh, getting yeah. ready. Oh, oh, so great. So great. Well, thank you. Thanks. I hope I also like the, the matching of the clothing, like more concerned about like, does this pad match this shirt? Like, cause that was me as I was getting ready to show, it's I was important. like, wait, does this pad match this? Cause like in my world, like that stuff actually matters. Like it matters, you know, it, and it not, does. I'm not saying that it doesn't matter in the cow right. horse, but it's not as critical. Right. It's because not. you're, you're like chasing cows and doing stuff. That's like kind of intense. It's intense. Um, but I for sure was like pulling out my outfit choices and putting them next to the pads to make sure that uh, they match because it is, it's important. And it's what it's, us non pros do. That's true. It's, that is what we do. And if you have a bad run and then you go look at your pictures later and maybe there's a couple decent pictures and you're like, you know what? I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy this picture. Cause look how good also my shirt matches my pad and my horse's ears are forward and his mouth is closed. And this is going on my wall. Yeah. You would have never known that 30 seconds later, I lost the cow and it was running across 100%, the other side yeah. of the arena. You cannot tell from this picture. And I'm never going to tell anybody when they come in my house and they're like, great photo. And you're like, yeah, thanks. It's a nice day. That show. Yeah. Had so much fun. Yeah. No, that's what I was going to say is the fact that like, you might not be the best out there all the time, but you can be yeah. the best dressed. That's I mean, right. You can look the best. You can look good. That's, that's possible. You, you can control that. Right. That's one aspect, one variable that you can control in the show pen. And I dang it. If that's I'm not actually, saying... that, that's, a, that's a valid point though. I mean, right. like if you can control, you can't control what kind of cow you get and what's going to no. happen in there, but you can control if your saddle's clean, if your outfit is, you know, matching, if your hat is clean, like, and that stuff, I don't know. I think that stuff is just as important, but again, I come from a world where that stuff does matter and they do right. care about that. So it might just be a personal bias, but you're so right. Plus it's fun too, to shop, right. For like shirts and saddle blankets that match and like, it's, it's fun and you can kind of keep it. I don't know. I like it. I like that aspect of it all too. Yeah. Going to the vendors and just, you know, like, Oh, I could just buy this real quick and then buy that yeah. shirt to match. And then I changed my whole outfit before I go in and, you know, yeah, I didn't need to spend $500, yeah. but, no, but, but I did. Cause I'm going to win it back. That's what I tell myself. I'm like, do I, I'll win that back. I'll win it back. And then you don't. And you're like, it's okay. Cause I do this for fun. It's okay. Maybe I could use that saddle blanket as a rug one day. I don't know. So I don't know. Yeah. But heaven forbid you have like a sorrel horse and then you go buy yourself a gray horse or something. Cause then you need a whole new wardrobe, right? You're like, well, she's obviously not going to look good in the same colors he did. So I have to change my whole look now. I mean, that's yeah. how I look at it. Right? Yeah, that's I what I it. had a gray horse and she was in red and then I got a sorrel and I'm like, you oh. can't put red on sorrel. That just doesn't no. work. You gotta you gotta change it up. 
So with your husband being a professional, do you get help from him or does he send you off to somebody else? Because I have so many friends who are married and, you know, the wife is a non-pro and the husband's a professional and they just send them off because it's like, it's not worth the fight. Well, yeah. And save your marriage. (laughs) Get trained by somebody else. (laughs) No, he helps me at home, which is rare when I have time to go out and ride and he'll help me when he can. Um, But... I, I like to, we, it works well for us when I get help from other people. And it, cause I'll just argue back with him. He'll be like, come on, come on. I'll yell back. I'm like, come on. What does that mean? Be more specific. Tell me what to do instead of saying, come on. Like, does that go faster? Is that like, he's like, it means get to the shoulder. I'm like, well then just say, get to the shoulder. And he's like, I can't with you. And I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'm going to call somebody else. He's like, do it. So it's, and I, it's not always like that, obviously, but, but it, maybe sometimes. But, but then you call yeah. the person and then they say, come on, and you know exactly what they mean. And <laughs> Oh, yeah. And yes, yes, yeah. So the, I've had Brad help me at a show before. I've had Ron Emmons, Trent Peterson, so many people. And I am so thankful that, you know, I can have them jump in and be like, sure, Chelsea, I'll be down there next to your cow. I'll, I'm going to yell at you, so be ready. But Shad's really good help. And so, I mean, at these shows, usually I'll tell Clayton, that's okay. I already have somebody lined up to help me down there at the cow. And he's like, <clears throat> I'm sorry, what'd you just say to me? I'm like, well, but no, he's great help. And a show pen, he's great help. Um, but it's, t- I, I would make the suggestion to uh, get help from other people because I, we definitely, yeah. It's so normal. I mean, my best friend, um, I lived with her and her husband for a while when I was horseless and 18 and didn't want to go back home. And he was like, just come live with us and you ride horses. And, uh, but yeah, it was the same thing. He would tell her exactly what she needed to do and she would fight back. And then we would go to her show and she'd get help with someone and they'd say the exact same thing. And she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And we're just like, like, uh wait, what? Wait, and I, I never really understood that because my partner is not in the horse industry. And now I look at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, send off, like, do not work together, get help from other people. Yes. 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 At the last show, I think I showed at Clayton was really great. He's like, I have uh, Shad in the warm up arena. Or he didn't say I have. He said, uh, I was getting ready to go warm up. And he told me, well, I see that Shad's out there. Why don't you go get some help from him if you have any questions and uh, I'll go talk to him and see if he'll help you a little bit. And I was like, that'd be great. Thanks. It just works better. You know, it really does. I, but like I said, I, I sound like such a jerk, but Clayton's great help. He is. Well, and, but also like with getting to work with so many people, you are probably able to just like soak in so much information and pull what you like from each person that you work with too, which I think is super important. And that's something that, you know, with this job that I have, like I get to work with all sorts of professionals and in all different disciplines. And it's really cool to be able to be like, Oh, I really like the way that this person turns a horse. I really like the way this person, you know, does that and just kind of like pull from it what you like. I agree. Yeah. It's really, it's really nice to be able to do that. I think it's neat to watch some of these trainers do it with each other too, right? In the warm-up arenas, you'll see them like working each other's horses or like, hey, look at this horse. I've got this issue. And you'll see two of the top trainers out there helping each other or coaching each other a little bit or giving each other some suggestions or feedback. And that's, I think, says a lot of the whole industry as a whole or the industry as a whole, just that everyone's willing to help each other out and better each other's riding and horses, which is really cool. That's something that really attracted me to the cow horse is just not only just like how friendly everybody was at my first show. I mean, I, you know, I didn't know anybody, but two people, maybe three people when I was there, but everybody was so friendly and so nice. But I also really liked seeing that professionals would support each other and, you know, cheer for each other and help each other. And, you know, in the warm up pen or even just like watching the show pen and then give advice when they come out and, Watching the Down the Fence movie, you kind of see that where people, everybody kind of, you know, crowds around the end gate to watch everybody show. And Oh, yeah. You know, in the, in the industry I came from, like, don't get me wrong, like, you always see people supporting their friends and stuff, but I just feel like it's very different. Um, and that's yeah. not a bad thing for the other industry, but I just, it's something that I really appreciated about the cow horse. 
I completely agree. You'll hear people, even especially non-pros, like, when do you go? Oh, I'm I'm up in the next set. I'll be out there to cheer for you. I'll be out there. I'll be at the back gate. Like, that is so special and really neat because then you watch your videos back and you hear like, oh, my gosh, look at there's so-and-so cheering for me. And you're like, ah, oh, that's so nice. I mean, not that it matters, but it's nice to have the support. It gets real lonely out there in that arena sometimes, you know, you're like, it's so quiet. Was that terrible? It must have been terrible. Like, I don't know. But it's nice to have the support. You walk out of the gate and you're like, oh, it's over. And everyone's like, good job. Or even if it wasn't a good job, you know, like, way to go. Way to get out there and try. Right? So it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. No, yeah. no I, I, 100%. I was looking back at a video when I showed and, like, there were people cheering and whistling. And I was like, I only knew two people at this horse show. I, and, I, and one of them was holding the camera. So I know <laughs> that it wasn't, like that I know and I was like wow that's so nice yeah it is nice it's fun it's a good industry or it's a good discipline to uh to get started and they've done a good job the NRCHA of like opening it up to people that are just starting off which is nice and all of us weirdos that are like listening to Eminem on our eye or our ear pods before airpods before we go in the arena because that's definitely me yeah that's another thing I'll have mine in and Clayton will be like okay let's go ahead and turn them Chelsea, let's turn him, and I'm just trotting around, you know, like, listening to my music. I'm like, yeah, here we go, here we go. And then he's like, Chelsea! Then he's, like, jumping in front of my horse, waving at me. I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, did you say something? He's like, take the headphones out. And I'm like, oh, I kind of need those. I I need this music before I go in. He's like, you need to turn your horse around. You're like, I have a whole playlist organized like, that, I'm not that done prepares me. me. Yeah, I have to at least get through half of this, or I can't. Yeah. I won't remember the pattern if I don't listen to this whole playlist. Right. So, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to go back real quick, when having your spouse uh, help help you, right? So in Reno a couple of years ago, he's yelling at me. I'm boxing my cow. It's going well, and he's yelling, "Come on, come on, get there, come on!" And I couldn't take it anymore. And I yell out as I'm, I shouldn't say yell out, but I do say out loud, shut up, just like that, which is so unprofessional and unladylike. And there's people sitting there and they start giggling. Luckily, Clayton did not hear me, but I came out. He's like, great job. I'm like, thanks for your help. That was so good. And then I saw these people later on. They're like, we heard you yell at your husband when you're out there boxing your cow. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I was talking to the voices in my head, not my husband. They're like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Oh, that is so great, though. But that's, like, the real-life thing of it, you know? Like, it might not be professional, but that's the thing. You're a non-pro. So, I mean, does it really matter? Does it matter? Like, everyone's got to think that about their trainer sometime, too. You're like, oh, I know that. Don't, like... You know, like you just get frustrated. It just, I don't suggest yelling it or saying it out loud, but yeah. Yeah, especially if you have to go home with them at night. I mean, that right. definitely changes. It's an awkward ride home. That's, a, that's an awkward dri- drive home for sure. That, put your, your headphones on and you, you listen to your playlist. That's when you're like, I can't. I've got my headphones on. We'll and if you later. have the AirPods that are noise canceling, yeah. it's even better. You're oh, like, that's I'm just great. Put this noise canceling function on. <laughs> so. I guess to kind of wrap things up, because we've been rambling for an hour and it's been fantastic, but we don't want to take up all of your day because Michaela and I actually could, because this is our kind of conversation where we just joke around and laugh and just talk about the most random stuff. I will say this, you guys, we have some videos coming out. We have English writers at a Western discipline show. So like, that's going to be one, right? Where you're just English writers that are watching a Western show. Like, like, did what? Are they writing down things like that? Then I have uh, horse show moms, and then we have non pro slash amateurs at the vet, and we shot that one, and that one's fun. But if you guys have any ideas, or if anyone's like, you know, it would be funny, shoot me an old message on that Instagram. <laughs> Get to oh, write. we definitely will. And I love the idea of the English one because when I went to the World Equestrian Games to cover it for the magazine. Um, I was, I went to the qualifier event and all of the hunter jumper people that were there for the show that was going on, you know, with the raining, they were over watching the raining and they were all asking so many questions. And I, you know, I was trying to answer because at the time I was, uh, the managing editor of the rainer too. And so I was, Uh you know, I was actually part of that industry a little bit. And, uh, 
but yeah, it was, it, they were just like, wait, why are they spinning so fast? And why is everybody whistling? And why are we like, why, why did they stop like that? And it was, do they have to go that way or can they go the other way? Yeah. I asked that. Yeah. I do like, you get it... dizzy when you spin? Oh yeah. Right. Do you... <laughs> write Wait, that one I'm down. writing that down. I'm writing it down right now. If you're... I'm really doing that. Sorry. D-I-Z-Z-Y. Okay. It's okay. It's a good one. It's a good one. No, it's great. So um, if our listeners have not watched your videos yet and have been dying laughing like I have, uh, where can they watch the videos and where can they follow you and just learn more about you and, and what you're doing? Oh, thank you. Um, YouTube. Uh, are the videos are on YouTube under Chelsea Edsel. And then we also have a Facebook and an Instagram with the handle Cheers It's Chelsea. So you, you can find them there. I hope you so, enjoy it. So how do we end so how do we end this podcast? Do we end it with cheers? I mean, good morning. Yeah, obviously. Cheers. I mean, morning. <laughs> Wait, also, I have to tell you this. <laughs> I was walking at a horse show <sighs> at the world show, and these two little girls, they're like 10 years old. They walk up to me, and they're like, hey, Chelsea. I'm like, hey, girls. And they're all cheers. I mean, morning. And I'm like, oh, my God, your mothers are going to kill me. Your mothers are going to kill me. That's Ten years old. Don't understand what hey, that Chelsea. means. Hey Chelsea! Oh my gosh! I was like, orange juice, orange juice. Cheers. It's coffee. Just it felt so bad. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, got off on my tangents there. But yeah, Instagram, cheers, it's Chelsea. Facebook, cheers, it's Chelsea. Or YouTube. And I never ever in my life thought I would be this person. But subscribe to that YouTube channel, please, people. <laughs> Oh, I am definitely subscribed. Shameless plug right now. But yes, I don't have enough subscribers. And they're like, sorry, you're never, ever, ever going to be able to do anything cool unless you have a certain amount of subscribers. I had no idea you're at the mercy of your subscribers. So now I know why all those YouTube videos my kids watch at the end. They're like, like and subscribe. I'm like, oh, okay, now I get it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take a little uh, a little advice from the Gen Z there with their uh, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, Yeah, I had no idea. I'm learning every day. But you want to know how to pick a hoof? I'll show you. But you want me to t- teach you something about YouTube or any of those social media websites? Like, sorry, no, I'm out. <laughs> well, anyway, for our listeners, if they've made it this far uh, without <laughs> dying of laughter. Um, <laughs> Go watch our YouTube channels and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm subscribed because I think it's hilarious. Uh, and so definitely check it out. And yeah, thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Once again, we'd like to thank ADM for sponsoring this episode of The Ride. into the ride podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode and please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts follow horse and rider magazine on social media and find us at horseandrider.com if you guys have any questions or comments please be sure to hit us up at horse and rider at equinenetwork.com we want to hear from you guys and if you like what you're listening to be sure to leave us a review on itunes